Tis the damn season. Give me a reason. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Live show. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, checking us out on Facebook Live, subscribing on Apple Music, iTunes, if you guys still have that, Spotify, Podbay FM, and other great places that you can check us out on. Hope you guys are doing well. I know this is an episode that's two days before uh, Christmas, they say. At least that's what it's called. What's going on, Susie? What's going on, Veronica? What's going on, Brian? So, yeah, I'm not expecting this, this to be a groundbreaking episode or other things, but I figure not sure if this will be our last episode of the year. Um, we'll see how things play out, but at least uh, we're here for now, right before Christmas. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? There you go. Sorry, and of course, getting notifications that I'm live. But um, yeah, it'd only be a weird notification going live and it wasn't me that was live. So other things I want in the new year is uh, makeup or whatnot that won't make me look so white on camera. Uh, but then again, I'd have to get a tan for that. And it's December even in LA. It doesn't come easy. Hope you guys are doing well. We start off last week's show talking about Rebecca Hunsberry and her passing. And now we have um, another fan that um, passed away, Richard Kuhn. And I keep trying um, to tell everyone to concentrate on your health because you're you know people want the vault tracks within the next year and stuff and that's just not going to happen so you got to be around for a while especially with the money not being the music unfortunately so it's been a hell of a year but thank you saying i look just fine um i see room for improvement in many different ways inside and outside i continuously uh try to strive for that. So that's what goes on. Speaking of health, protein drink. So, you know, I want to be here for a while. Heaven forbid. Um, don't want to be for health reasons if I go out. So that's what uh, it's all about. Trying to get it on. Pretty good number for an episode right before Christmas, gotta say, to kick off the show. I appreciate you guys being here with me. So, so we go on. What it be? It'd be a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, 2020 has taken a toll on us for so many different reasons. Uh, we'll talk about the princely aspects, no celebration, Paisley Park taking a hit because of visiting and uh, other things are going on in Minnesota. So, and when it comes to stuff in 2021, like we discussed, we'll have a special episode after the first of the year discussing things. So, but only going on on facts 
and whatnot. And uh, we'll see what happens if we can have some special contributors or other things that'll be more fact-based. So that's what it goes on. Right now, we'll look back on 2020 and the things that we're grateful for relaunching this show in a video format instead of the audio format that uh, we were doing. And of course, the video format is how we first did the show. Originally, with Prince's involvement, uh, started off as um, two special shows in 2012, then turned into a weekly show at the beginning of January. Um, where Prince was hitting me up late 2012, talking about how 2013 is gonna be a big year full of surprises, where we had Third Eye Girl and a bunch of other stuff, although we didn't have um, new album releases for a couple of years, but it was doing, um, getting towards that. Was hoping for a last minute release from the vault before the year ends as a last minute treat. Did you think Taylor Swift was the one running the vault now? And that's another reason why when we talked about stuff from last week about um, Prince's um, star being more out there, whether it's on stuff as uh, TV shows or movies, his music being there would help for those releases. And of course, when you have box sets, which are great for the hardcores that are that expensive, you're taking it out of um, trying to get the casual fans to get stuff as much as we enjoy the sets. But as you see with Taylor, even with her record contract and her being alive and whatnot, um, she was able to release two albums this year. And of course, Evermore sold, not streamed, sold a million its first week. And Evermore is a lot more upbeat than Folklore was her earlier surprise release this year. Doing as well as I can, Gilbert. <laughs> Uh, I'm here with you guys. We got Christmas Eve coming up, which is uh, the second loneliest day of the year. And uh, then we have Christmas. What's going on, Esther? Do I think there's a Prince album that won't get a deluxe treatment? I think eventually, but not all this stuff will be released through Warner Brothers. Um, but what will be coming in 2021, we'll be discussing in a couple weeks after the first of the year. And it'd be really great if those people that are involved wanted to come on the show, but they won't. So, you know, over the years, I've kept my mouth shut when it came to the Sign of Times deluxe set, knowing a year ahead that I was going to be released. Same with 1999, same with the originals. Try to play game. Hasn't exactly worked out, has it? We'll see what the first of the year holds in 2021. So I need a link to that book, Olga, the Rob Vernhorst. Of course, I get so much stuff through Amazon or whatnot that I think it was an overseas site that had it. So I haven't ordered that yet. So, um, of course, what, you know, my favorite Prince books are the Prince photo books because Pictures tell stories sometimes that you can't have revisionist history about. And who are you looking at, Susie, that you're calling a sexy rock star? You're just watching another stream while this is going on? How rude. Anyway, why do they keep giving me the cold shoulder? Um, 
I don't know, the people that are mostly involved didn't work with Prince. And then there's other people that um, it's to their benefit to not bring up my name. So there you go. But if it was up to them, I would just go away. I wouldn't be doing the show. You know, you'll see when I post stuff that whatever I post, they're not posting here. They'll post other places, but um, that's on them. I can't make people do what they want to do. But then when they see you, they'll call you their friend. Sometimes I like my friend, um, my friends to not just be there when you're in front of them. That's all. So why is it to their benefit? Think about it, Leanne. You know, if I was doing stuff behind the scenes for a long period of time and was still there the final weekend of his life and was involved and, um, you know, he wanted to write a book with me, albeit I thought we had more time when he brought it up in 2013. But I was involved for a long period of time. And uh, if I'm involved, then... They're not involved or other people aren't involved. So it's to their benefit for me not to be involved. Um, I don't just know certain years. I know a lot more than that, but that can sound arrogant or whatnot. So it is what it is. And Christy goes, unfortunately, a lot of people have friends like that. It doesn't make it any easier though. Trust me, as I've said before, ever since Prince uh, passed, a lot of the Prince community is... Uh, a lot of stuff that's happened has been quite hurtful to me personally and professionally. And um, a lot of people that I considered friends that go back decades after he passed, I didn't hear from them anymore because there's no use for me anymore. You know, oh, Prince isn't gonna tour anymore. We don't need need him to find out what's gonna happen. Oh, he won't be the person that does, uh, that finds out new music or if he's gonna be doing something is going to be a special, but I was doing that for 20 plus years, but uh, people showed their true colors after 2016. And like I said, there's been a lot of hurt and they'd want me to go away. And uh, I'm not doing this for me. And there'll be other people that'll try to say that. And it's not, the case um in some ways i feel like i let him down um here it is so many people you guys you want me to write a book and uh you know he told me before we need to write a book we need to do this we all we need to do that and here i am feeling that a book would be selling them out. So I have other ideas that I think that would help benefit him in the long run. But um, yeah, it's been a lot of hurt and there's nothing I can do. Um, I don't play the game. Um, and that's probably part of the problem in this industry where you just treat people like shit and use them to get what you want. Yeah, I cursed on camera, which I rarely do. 
but that's how I feel. So um, again, a lot of the people that have been the most nicest to me over the past four years, about to be five, have people I've never even met. So I'll post on social media. I love people that don't even really know me that root for me so hard. So Prince will be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame one day. Yes, Dakota shows to get an official release that were soundboard would be amazing knowing that those shows were recorded and they were disappointed when they found out how quickly they were bootlegged and how fast. You know, Questlove is involved, but in a different aspect. And um, as we saw by accident last year when Questlove was doing a Prince tribute show, he already had the sign of the time set. He already had it months before and accidentally revealed the track list because he had it on his devices. Uh, I'll know about stuff, I'll have stuff. You didn't see me leak anything, right? But uh, they won't respond to my emails or texts. To them, um, it does them a service to say I'm just a fan instead of someone that worked for him. But there you go. I hope I have a very Merry Christmas too. I'll probably sleep a lot, read a lot, hopefully be up for that Lakers Mavericks game and see if that interests me. Um, yeah. Death reveals people who they really are. That's the lesson I know all too well. Man, you guys have no idea. Like my story alone in the past four years without having any of Prince's involvement would make a really great book. And that's where I think I have a story and there's a Prince story, but it's not for a book. And it could be at least for now. I just want to try different things I feel would be more profitable and um, best for him, you know? So Brian says, I think it's being for a lot of us. We respect your integrity and keeping things to yourself. Who should we as fans be aware of? I don't want to say stuff, um, but yeah, there's been no olive branch um to things um early on i was uh approached to be involved with the vault but um other people to trash my name to make themselves look better are now um yeah i'm not involved and uh i was so excited to hear that like but um, don't think it's ever gonna be. You guys, I appreciate you. So that's what matters. Um, oh no, it isn't Prince Ruth. Do you wanna drop that link? Um, Antonella Stories was, that's why people doing it for Foster Kids for short Princess story. Is there a link that people can still donate to Ruth? I think I saw that. I was on Facebook briefly late last week, early this week. The days are just running by. Um, <clears throat> glad you're still there sharing your life memories with him. You're a good honest man. I try. I try. Yeah, it's difficult to know the best outlet. I say, like when you guys talk about books, I keep will tell you that can't wait for Ruth to release her book because she has stuff that um, 
needs to be told that you guys don't know and it doesn't focus on the purple rain stuff um musicology was his biggest tour 3121 was his last number one album the super bowl performance legendary if you're gonna have to pick one of prince's tremendously amazing performances whether it's fury from Saturday Night live or the super bowl Ruth was around for that stuff. So that's who I want to see put out a book. And I will support her on it, on things. So what's going on, Eric? Yep, Michelle, I've learned my circle's gone small over the years, but it's for a very good reason. Thank you, Sterling. Yeah, try to have tough skin. I'll be honest, the holidays aren't exactly the greatest for me. I kind of go into seclusion. I don't reach out to people as much just because um, it's tough. And uh, I think sometimes, I think this year has been tough on us all. So, you know, who am I to be like, what was me when there's up other stuff going on? And Ruth just dropped this link. Donate. If you can, it's appreciated. It's for a good cause. I'm sure Ruth can give you more. If you have any questions about that, give you more info. Um, so you guys say friends. Um, he may have called me that, but I don't know. I don't know. Tommy Barbarella said something sometime that he didn't allow himself to have friends. He allowed you to be part of his life for a certain amount of time. Which I think is more accurate. Um, Ruth would be would have more of an interaction with him over a day to day basis, a longer period of time. Was there communication between us? Yeah, through email, through other stuff, in hours long conversations. But um, I will rue the day where someone writes a book and say that they were closer to Prince than anyone else, unless you were. Um, married or other things uh it's really hard to be so when you say things like friend it's i'm just trying to be how i am now and i think a lot of us are protectors and don't want that revisionist history going on but i appreciate the sentiment um do you ever speak to you about the volumes vision for it we talked about things at length we talked about certain songs from the 1999 release and Extra Lovable and why uh, you guys shouldn't have heard that version that you originally heard. Sorry, I was trying to go through your comments. Um, yeah. So I apologize. I exited out while doing it. Prince was so private, just the fact they pulled you to his confidence says so much. Again, you know, Ruth, do you plan on writing a book? I'll let you answer those. So. 
news on Netflix doc. Right now, it's still being made. That's all we um, have. And we'll go back to Ruth's link again, but this is just something that you guys can see on all the platforms, YouTube and Twitch. Um, regarding her book, it's a grieving project, but it's turned into about 50 incidental stories, incidental, excuse me, picked up my grandmother's mishap for words. Not sure what I'm doing with it yet, but nothing salacious. Uh, so yeah, visit that site that Ruth put. If Ruth, you can drop it again. That'd be great. Just, I miss the old format of the show where I could have links set up to post and then go back to it. Um, so, no, Thanos didn't do any finger snapping. It was my fault. Just trying to see your guys' comments and sometimes there's so much. So that's what it goes on to. Hold on a second. So, whoops. Sorry guys, if there's being a little bit of silence for me, it's just somewhat important. Sorry guys. Ruth, uh, Deb stopped in for um, a couple minutes last week, so that was cool. So, yeah, welcome to my neighborhood, Honks Outside, where, you know, when I was discussing doing this earlier at the beginning of the year, my friend who just bought a studio, which wasn't too far from Iron Mountain, uh, wanted me to use one of the rooms to do my show. So, welcome to my office, which is right by a street corner and yeah it's one of the worst streets in la so it's a local charity here for foster kids regarding ruth's um thing that she put up local charity for foster kids and displaced families hope of the valley.org we all need to donate here donate what you can locally those in need the spirit of princess there you go so Appreciate your honesty about him. It's refreshing so many untrue stories, human being with a love for music. And the thing is, is I thought about having people that kind of wrote some untrue stuff about Prince on the show. And I don't know if I'm doing you guys a service in calling them out or if I'd be promoting uh, their dribble. So it's kind of hard, so. You know, those are the things that go on in the world. Yeah. Sorry. 
see if I had editors, we would just take this out for the audio version to where you're not hearing the silences, but sometimes this stuff is of importance that needs to get out. Yeah. And Ruth, this is something she said she was recruited. That's how she met Brent. gone through four instances and I stuck, became manager a few years later. Don't give out too much, Ruth. Let him buy the book as Morris would say, it's in the book, <laughs> but it's all good. You do what you want. Yeah. So I'm sure uh, at least with one guest that wrote a book, if I had him on the show, I'm sure Ruth would uh, be in the room and uh, have a glass of wine with her and six, seven curse words might be typed on her keyboard. So yeah. How'd you even make the contact? Do you answer? You gotta buy the book. <laughs> you put it in there. So yeah. Um, so 40. Yeah. Ruth can curse. I'm sure, I'm sure Prince said more than artichoke <laughs> a couple of times. So, you know, and I've heard some great stories from Ruth over the years. So, um, I'm sure she's got more than what she just told me. So, think about that. It's in the book. So, and we'll have Ruth on the show one day when she's ready and she can be on multiple times. She is welcome here, you know. I'm never exactly camera ready, so I need to worry about stuff. Like I got my scar and let's not even go what's going on with the scars in the back of the head from the surgery and the ones in my arm still healing. But um, 2021 will be a few more surgeries for me. Uh, but I'll be trying to do my show during that time. What, 14 with the curse words, man? Thank you. Just that she'd be cursing 14 times in a row, I take it. Um, uh, when it comes to certain books, sometimes there's certain, when they're part of a certain era, I'll believe that. Other stuff, when they're not part of it, but they say they're part of it, I find that suspect. I feel that there was a few more thousand dollars put into it. Like, you're sure your relationship ended with him 20 years before he passed? You're sure you didn't have more? Because they're, you know, here's a here's a little bit more money. So um, question, don't get me wrong, I love listening to them, but I see a lot of bootleg performances on there. Do I think Prince in the estate is getting any money from Google? No. Highly doubt it. Um, the people that sometimes put put up the videos will have advertising for it. So, feel to disrespect someone's whole livelihood after they're gone says more about them than the person they're referring to. Um, Ruth's book is not out. She is working on it. So, you know, yeah. And let's go with this. Yeah. Brian thinks Prince and MJ were very similar in a lot of ways, lonely at the end of their lives, loved by millions, very few that loved and trusted. So, yeah. You know. 
And Ruth giving you a little bit more information about how things went down. She left her gig at Universal Pictures to write and was en route to New York when she got the gig to work with Prince. His PR person at the time contacted me. She has since passed. She was a gem. There you go. Thank you, Ruth, for that. Yeah, Mia, I agree with you. That's why I like the picture books and uh, the one that Olga mentioned earlier um, would be cool. So, yeah. What's going on, Strawberry Mind, on YouTube? So, yeah. You can hit up Ruth with some questions or other stuff that you guys have. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Ruth, for sharing exactly what Michelle said. Um, Ruth, that's what you want, huh? Uh, I need to talk to one more person about that because I did talk to certain people if they would be offended if I had them on. But I think as long as I... Uh, grilled the people or whatnot, or had you, the audience, ask questions and you're putting them on the spot, uh, you know, it'll be a little different. I think it'll be a lot different than the Van Jones interview was, that's for sure. So, but I could have had him on a couple months back. I've just been hesitant for the reasons I said above, just, um, you know, but we can talk about that uh, later, Ruth, if you want. But yeah, you would definitely be having more than 14 curse words coming out of your mouth. So. Yeah, and that's why I want to have more guests on. I'm looking to getting a booker so I can have someone um, contact people during the week when I am, um, you know, this week alone has been uh, doctor's appointments, lawyer appointments, other stuff going on. And that's just going to continue um, forbidden in 2021 because COVID delaying stuff. So we can do a small QA. We can't do video. I don't need anyone to see me roll my eyes every five minutes. What we can do is we can put um, a photo of you up and just have it be audio. So. That's something that I want to do with Randy because Randy wants to be on the show, but she doesn't want to do video. So, yeah. And you just got to get into it because come on, I think when I first was doing this show, I was rolling my eyes all the time. So much so I was wearing sunglasses earlier on the show and not just for the dark circles. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll do, we'll just put up a photo of you and we'll just have audio. We can work on it. And I need to talk with Dave about more stuff, just like I have what would be like my video board that I like to have behind me, but the remote isn't working for this. But, you know, then we can have an image of you, either a side screen, split screen with me, or have an image of you behind on what would be my video board. So, you know. A lot of people having problems with Instagram right now, YouTubers and celebrities like with what I heard that they're trying to go after sexual stuff on Instagram, like 
I guess they're they're trying to give Snapchat um, life again. So, yeah. Let's reach. All right, I'll reach out to Randy on that. But it would you guys would both be with having pictures up and hearing audio. But I think it would be interesting and cool. But trying to lock down Randy has been hard. I mean, we met in person before COVID and talked for two hours. I wish we would have recorded that, but it was just like, you know, some stuff off the record. You know how it is sometimes. Verification or losing verification. How about getting rid of fake accounts? I'd love for that fake Funkenberry account that gives me so much trouble with uh, Prince Associates and photographers thinking that it's me and not giving credit and taking stuff. So um, I don't have verification on Instagram and I've applied so many times, but it's like they want your name to actually be Funkenberry on your ID because you're not dealing with a real person. It's so frustrating. So go to her house and visit and drunk off from there as long as it's at 6 p.m and we can do the show live because that's another thing is i think that she thought that you know because before we were and that'd be easier to get guests if i was um just doing what i did before and record the shows and then put it up there for people to hear but i kind of like the interactiveness that we have with the mask on of course of course or be just six feet apart like they are in like the KTLA news out here. <laughs> you know, they have that one desk where four of them used to fit on, now it's just two, so. Yeah, that fake account rubs me the wrong way bad because the Dr. Funkenberry website wasn't just print stuff. It was majority of stuff, but we had other artists that I was doing stuff with, whether it was Katy Perry or Lady Gaga or promoting brand new arts at the time, like The Weeknd and Bruno Mars. Um, and now it's like, if I go away from the print stuff too much on Instagram, it gains that person followers. And then I feel tied to where I can't post any positive um, post or anything that isn't Prince related because it'll get me unfollowed. Then I have to put stuff on my stories and then to create content. And that's sometimes what you're doing is, is even when you're just driving around and you have music playing, it's creating content. So, you know, cause my Instagram will look a little different than others, other people. When I go on it right now for the Funkenberry one and I look at my activity and insights, um, you know, Sorry, I just went away from it. You know, it says I've been active for 13 minutes average a week, which is true. I'm not on there as much as I used to be, but I'll post videos. Um, but with the insights, you know, today 791 accounts reached. Um, my, my 25 stories reached 12,000 people. But what's funny is, is you have these accounts that were reached today of 791 and then your photos get less than 100 likes because people won't like stuff. They'll just view it. But the stories tell you who your real audience is because they have to view it without liking it. Um, but yes, that account rubs me the wrong way. You need a partner to figure out. There's ways you know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, that's a big problem. A person had verification and someone still stole their feed. Insta and Facebook don't seem to care. I mean, there's been hacked accounts. I think uh, 
Danielle Curiel's account was hacked over the weekend. The girl that was in the Breakfast Can Wait video and directed it. So, yeah. When I met Prince, he talked openly with you because when I almost met him on 11, 2004, it seemed like he didn't want to be bothered and seemed like he liked his space. No, like, it's, our relationship was different. Like, the first time we hung out was in a studio, and then within two hours, it was just me and him driving around L.A. and with his driver, Gilbert, driving us around. And we were talking about the music industry, and then we ended up um, at his suite at um, the Beverly Hills Hotel and hung out for a bit, then went back to the studio till like, 5 or 6 in the morning. It's ridiculous. Still need a mask, six feet across. Doesn't cast a problem on a regular testing cadence. Yeah. So get temperature tested before she goes into Randy's place. Yeah. It's an important account. Yeah, just because I did other things than just Prince. But now if I go away from Prince at all, I lose followers. And then people go, oh, that's Funkenberry's second account where he just post about Prince. And that's not true. So it's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. No, like the thing is, is I worked for years building up that account. So why should I have to change the account for the other stuff? You know, why should I have to do it when I've been using the name and have the trademark on it? But to try to reach someone that works for Instagram, it would be really nice. And I don't want to reach out to people that have their accounts verified because the majority of the time in this town, unless you can do something to help them, they're not going to help you. So yeah. What was questionable, the photos or what was written? What do you mean, Ruth? Or was that for someone else in the room? So. There's so many Prince books out today. Many Prince have done with them and people that worked with them. Yeah. And I appreciate like the photo books and the old dig Bruce. So. It's up to you if you want to share stories, Ruth, but, you know, if you have like one that you can copy and paste and tell me I have to type it out or just, like I said, buy the book when it comes out, it'll be worth it. Yeah. You're the one who has new news post about Prince. All the rest of you seem like old information and news. Thank you. Um, but I do like believe like, certain podcasts um, have format. Um, I know that there is a three hour interview with Alan Lees that Michael Dean did and you guys should check out if you haven't yet. So didn't Courtney Love get to be with me back in the day? Yes. When the site first started and the first post was about Prince's Oscar party that was coming up that Ruth fed me the info on um, and then the Britney Spears stuff was going on literally two blocks from my crib. And I reported on that. Then that Monday, I went to um, the Van Nuys courthouse to pay um, a ticket. And in walked Courtney Love. And she went by the police like, oh, the detective's waiting for me upstairs. Stuff was stolen from me and my daughter. You know who I am. And the cop goes to the other cop, you know who that is, right? And the guy goes, Kelly Clarkson. He was maybe joking, but then he started singing since since you've been gone. But the other officer knew who she was. But I posted it on my site. And um, my site wasn't even a week old yet. 
And then Courtney Love is posting on her MySpace page about my site and TMZ. And then she starts commenting on my site. So yeah, and then a guy who was doing a website for a few years said the traffic that you get in one day is what I get in a year. So the site from the start was something I didn't expect, but I wanted to do something like that in 2001, 2002. And I was told that, why do people need you? They have entertainment tonight. And then you have Perez Hilton and others that um, did stuff. Someone said a book was questionable. I definitely can't follow stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Courtney, that Courtney Love thing was interesting. And then people that you were fans of at the time, whether it's John Mayer or Johnny Depp, and then they're sending you stuff or commenting on your stories. It was just kind of cool. But people were Googling themselves a lot back then, and you were able to find my site. I'll share a story tomorrow. I can't give it away, and I'm trying to finish all that. Sit from it. So follow Ruth on it. Um, on Instagram or Twitter, if she still has Twitter. I think you were deactivating it, hopefully not. So Cornell always has issues with people. It was just kind of cool because she thought she thought that I was some girl that was there. Um, <laughs> and then seeing some guy had like muscle bar mustache and it was just so funny because literally she may have thought it was people when she was leaving but when she went in it was really quick and there was only like three of us there with the officers so yeah and apparently she was blowing the money was what they were saying and then her daughter sued her for most of that so so yeah follow ruth on that you don't need like I don't know if Ruth, if you get like crazy friend requests on Facebook, I try to keep people to my fan page only because as you know, if they're looking for Prince news on my private page, they're not going to get it. Uh, they'll get some silly jokes like, you know, um, picking locks open up a lot of doors for me, stuff like that. Or, you know, they're not going to get print stuff. If you or entertainment or music news, the fan page is the way to go. So, so check out her, her Twitter and her Insta tomorrow and she'll have a story for you guys. So, and yeah, she shares it and it's shareable. I'll post it on the Facebook fan page for you guys. So, but, um, make sure to follow Ruth on those formats that she wants you to follow her on. Um, so it would be weird to have a fan with no fans on Ruth, like, there is, like, um, as I'll tell you before, there's, like, Maite fans that go after me, Manuela fans that go after me, like, there's, like, hardcore fans like that, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, and as I try to say, like, people have different stories and other things, and it's not for me to be involved with it, but that always gets me into trouble when it comes to them too. And I know that there's people in their ears that try to um, cause drama. And uh, one person that's trying to get into uh, estate stuff is constantly in her ear about me, like talks about me more than I think he talks about his own girlfriend or wife. So five people, including you know, proximity, but that should change. 
hopefully. That's what we're trying to do because you play an important role and people don't know that. Just like, um, you know, Karen Sharma, Julia Ramadan, other people. And we need your name and others to be more uh, common. So hopefully in time. So yeah. Can we get a link? I don't do Facebook. What's the answer to Twitter? This is from Ruth, because you can't see it. I'm going to put it on the screen. It's from YouTube. They're wanting to know what your Insta or Twitter handle is. I think it's a somewhat of a spelling of Ruthless Diva, but I'm not fully certain on it. And I don't want to mess that up. So, yeah. What's going on, Alyssa? What ugly side of LA yipes? Man, but let me tell you, like, and remember, the first few years of my website, my identity was hidden. And, you know, you get sent stuff. Like, I'd um, post on something about Jay Davey having a party, and then they're like, hey, da 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 da. You know, Prince hit us up that you're talking about us. Like, we want to do stuff with you. And then you'd have so many artists like hitting me up. Like, we had like um, promotion companies when Katy Perry was a new artist. And, like I said, Lady Gaga. Um, and other acts that aren't um, so big now. But we'd also get exclusive photos from concerts um, that they wanted to get out, you know, and didn't want it to be through TMZ or stuff like that. On anyone to know my name, and we're concerned with a narrative P that seems dated, sometimes unflattering. And revisionist history sometimes. Manager knows a lot of the back stuff, that's for sure. There you go. So that's Insta and Twitter. So follow that. Not on the street, not wearing a mask, keep your six feet, follow them on social media. So, yeah, and doing the website, it was, can't remember. I think it may have been a Temple Bar gig. Um, and I had someone jump into my car. That was not fun. So, yeah. Been an assistant before, and even those of us who didn't become their managers after assistants don't have to deal with a lot, especially when it comes to Prince. Shoot. Wasn't Ruth featured in a photo shoot at top of the Roosevelt? I'm not, I don't think it was the Roosevelt, but I do believe it was during the 21 Nights uh, thing at the O2 Arena in London. And I believe Randy took that photo that you guys are talking about. That's quite a famous photo of that 1999 art made as well for Ruth. Yep. So, and Ruth, people, um, Dorchester and London, thank you. They were wanting to know about how Howard Stern got the all along the watchtower and the best of you before the Super Bowl. And when that question was asked last week, I said, I've heard stuff, but that'd be a question for Ruth or someone around that time to be able to answer more so than me, because yeah, it was somewhat of a studio version. It wasn't, you know, what was done to Super Bowl because the Super Bowl was live and so was that recording. But people were asking about that Howard Stern, how Howard got the audio for that. So, but I'm sure, you know, you're gonna, provide more information on that. But look, the Super Bowl, Dom Isher Productions, you have all that stuff. They're gonna make sure it gets talked about, especially when 
when Prince's press conference was just him performing and then Billy Joel going, damn it, I should have been doing that. Like, I don't want to talk to you guys. So. And you're asking my thoughts on Howard Stern or you're asking Ruth's thoughts on Howard Stern or both of us. My thoughts on Howard, I think how Howard is now. Um, if Prince was here, I would have loved to have seen Prince do Howard's show with video and, you know, there would have been a piano set up and other stuff that they would have done, like what Harry Styles did. Um, I think years before, Howard was just a little too vulgar for Prince. Um, that's my thoughts, my assumptions. So, but I really would have liked to have seen them because Howard's a big Prince fan in different ways. Of course, he didn't like it when the lights were off during his shows and loves the Batman soundtrack more than anything. So, and Ruth, in regards to the Howard Stern audio says, Prince was rehearsing and as you know, all rehearsals are recorded. If he told me to message a CD to him, messenger a CD to him, which I did and he had it, I think a week beforehand. There you go. And yes, it's true. Like that's one of the first things that um, Prince sent me audio wise, aside from a Bria Valente as a tester for a version of home that wasn't on her CD um, was why you want to treat me so bad before he did um, some shows overseas for Paris that he labeled all day, all night over a fan's uh, drawings. So might still have an email piece in regard to this. See, that's awesome. All stuff like that and how Howard got it. So, and I'm sure that people would die for a full version of that route. So make sure to lock, lock, um, lock up wherever it's at. So that press conference audience looked lame. They were barely moving. He was rocking out. They were reporters. They were guys wearing jeans and a suit jacket. <laughs> like they weren't expecting anything like that. They got a free concert uh, for what? 10, 15 minutes about the length of what he did at the Super Bowl, but they got their own little private concert with him. So Howard was great. Howard was great, but he was cranky that night. Yeah. So they weren't shocked to know how to act. I think she's talking about when um, uh, the Gainsport Hotel where Prince performed and then Dave Chappelle did a little bit of a comedy act in New York. I remember right before that show was going to happen and before it was announced to the public, I get a text from Ruth, did it a show in New York, something, and I don't think it was about, you didn't mention something about Fluffy, but he was wanting that Fluffy thing mentioned at that time from the Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist movie. Um, but getting on a plane, doing a show in New York at the Gainsport. So it would always be interesting at those texts in there and they're like, I go post it and you go, taking off, yes. So yeah, very long story, but let's say it involves Prince Dave Chappelle and some drama. Oh, will that be in the book, Ruth? Langer for is they could have moved to the beat. Come on, you had Jay Leno who couldn't even clap in the two and four and Prince had to show him how to clap in the two and four. And Jay Leno, whenever he was promoting the um, Lotus Flower set, couldn't say three CD, he kept saying 3D. If you watch the performances, each time that Jay is introducing Prince, he says 3D, he doesn't say three CD, he can't pronounce it. Just like I couldn't pronounce antidotes. 
that Ruth was saying earlier. So Howard was very disrespectful towards Prince when he was alive and always dragged him. Uh, not always. He loved Screwdriver. He loved Third Eye Girl. And he, he actually played Screwdriver on his show and stuff like that. So you know, where's Fluffy Sweepstakes, which he didn't even which he didn't even know I did. Like I remember posting about Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist when I was posting trailers. And then like the weekend that that movie came out and Prince kept the fluffy thing going on for a while, even when he was on George Lopez promoting 21 Nights. When he's talking about 21 Nights at the Forum, he says, where's Fluffy? When he's closing out the show before they go to credits, you hear Prince say that. So that whole fluffy thing, Prince really dug that about it and made it his own thing. Yeah, Dave gave me a verbal okay to tell that story. Cool. Awesome. So I look forward to that being in the book. And yeah. And I don't think there's anyone more powerful in entertainment right now. You can talk about Taylor Swift and the music stuff, but when Dave Chappelle tells you to take his old show, which is still funniest that I haven't watched in forever, but contacts these streaming services to take it down and they want to work with him or they respect him and it gets taken down where they don't have to do it. It says a lot about your power and your respect. So Nick and Nora flick from my context between that and high failure is one of his faves. Awesome. Did you guys like watch that before it came out? I mean, but I love the movie. I just didn't like think that he would dig it as much as he did and love that whole concept and how, how it's played out with Prince more so was more interesting how it played out in the movie. No disrespect to the movie because I love the movie. So awesome that you guys were able to make those things happen. And especially with that show and him not even knowing about the contest. That's awesome. So, you know, just because Fluffy, you're talking about Fluffy Poodles, like what he's talking about in Eggplant inside of the Times. And I still like the version of uh, Wendy singing that in Prince doing the ad-libbing instead of what was released. Uncle told me years ago that Prince was on Howard's show and Howard was asking questions for him being disrespectful. No, I remember Prince, um, when he did the name change conference and then announced a celebration that was in New York and one of Howard's reporters was there and he was the one that asked Prince who would win in a fight between you and Michael Jackson. That's where Prince let out that princely laugh and then just said, you know, Michael's a lover, not a fighter. And there was another question that the reporter asked that aired on Howard's show, um, but we don't need to go into that. So, but you know, Howard at that time, like I said, being younger and doing this stuff, um, could be a little bit problematic, but I think there was some respect there, but sometimes it's like, like Kurt Loder. Kurt Loder loved Prince's mysterious ways when he was writing for Rolling Stone. When he started working for MTV and couldn't get an interview with him, he had issues. So there you go. Watching movies all the time is like a little kid bugging me to get screenings, et cetera. How many times did you have to buy and why is it escaping me now? Um, that Liza Minnelli, Liza Minnelli movie, Cabaret. How many times did you have to buy Cabaret for him, Ruth? Or is that going to be a no comment question? Because I know one time we went to Amoeba Music to get that. 
And I heard from a lot of people that he was leaving in hotel rooms all the time. So Howard is a big Prince fan. Asked the staff who was better. Yeah. Yeah. So he knew about the sweepstakes after, which is very cool. Yeah. That you guys are able to make it happen. And that's, what's great is like when you're around Prince, you can do stuff that's on his wavelength and you know, you're like, Hey, that'd be really cool. I remember that. And that, that was a contest and I don't know, can't remember where you guys did it originally from, but I know that people were hitting me up about it in New York and trying to find ways to get to that show and find Fluffy, so to speak. And I think even Housewake at the time was putting it as part of like a news thing with them. So yeah, love Cabaret. Cabaret, Memoirs of Geisha, Stars Born, et cetera. Ton of class at least several times a year. That's what I thought, you know, so. It was just interesting. And how many videos you purchased at Amoeba that was for the montage that would be used at the beginning of 3121 when Rashida was DJing? Um, from the Napoleon Dynamite movie to um, basically going through all the DVDs that had that we knew had a dance number and other stuff that you picked out from your knowledge of films as well. So ran a contest where it's fluffy that I need to control because of the small venues. Yeah, that was cool. But that, that Gainsport show is just legendary. Um, was there ever a soundboard recording of that? Because I know that there's like a terrible sound quality bootleg of that one. You know, don't even bother listening to it. But show like that, especially when you have Dave Chappelle doing like a few minutes of comedy is pretty cool. So. Yeah. Soundboard of everything, except for shows that like later on in 2013 and 2014, where you'd have the sound guy destroy it right then and there. So, right. Um, another lawyer thing. Have to get back to that. There we go. Not in the fluffy. Where is Fluffy? Watch Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Am I am I getting the title wrong of that? I think I said it twice and you corrected me on that. So I apologize. Princess on a mic that has control there somewhere. That's interesting regarding the soundboard later years. Yeah. So Ruth, if you see questions that you want to answer, that's up to you. Some of them I'm not going to post. No disrespect. Some of the stuff we need to see here, I could go let go remasters for that stuff. Nick and Nora is the movie. Where's Fluffy? Fluffy. Fluffy is the band. Yeah. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist is the movie. And in the concept is Fluffy. And then they're trying to find where this band is going to perform. There's all these secrets that lead up to it. And it's an interesting movie. And, uh, made me have a crush on the girl in the movie whose name is escaping me right now, but I watched five seasons of two broke girls just because of her. So, yeah. He would ask them to be destroyed in later years, I hear from sound engineers. And that stuff isn't getting out. So it's not like this person's lying and then they were keeping it. 
but Prince would have them like erase it or whatnot. And I'd be like, ah, you know, so didn't know them together. We saw it twice during my time, short cordial meetings. Thank you, Ruth. So, yeah. Nick and Nora's playlist isn't a Turner classic yet. Good Lord, you're trying to age us? That movie was like in the late 2000s, you know, 2007, 2008, maybe 2008, 2009. So, fluffy poodles. So, yeah. Good Lord, see, we've been out in an hour. Um, see? Now people will have something to watch on Christmas, even Christmas that weren't watching it live because there's a lot of tidbits on this show. Yeah. Any other questions that you guys have for Ruth or other things? Basically, Nick and Norm movies. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Hope you guys are doing fun stuff for the holidays and not too many people are alone on Christmas Eve. Jay, you gotta point them out because I can't can follow all of it. When it comes to the questions, if it's ones I feel that you'll be able to answer, I will. So, you know, yeah. Or I'll post up the thing for you to answer if I feel it isn't too, too much of it, so yeah. What releases from Prince of Water Plan next? We'll talk about that after the first of the year, what you guys want. Thoughts on the stimulus package. Uh, I didn't see nothing hit my bank account. So Prince was serious about at least a lot of stuff he wasn't having. I see, especially later on, you know, a lot of stuff wasn't getting out, you know, after, um, late 90s and stuff so howard has always a tendency to be a bit of a jackass and look like prince was a big name and you know they kind of went after prince a little bit for a time which i hated but then that turned to respect on different levels so just hanging out at home with christmas and prince songs uh oh i have a bunch of like christmas specials to watch and then Casey Musgraves records to play from Christmas releases. Don't always have to be Mariah Carey or Nat King Cole. He told me person X, Y, Z stole from him and bootlegged it. These in the temple indeed, right? So Ruth, when I'm in Prince, uh, so I think she met Ruth, when you met Prince, how long did it take before you became really close to him? being consistent you're with him around the days whether it's uh being behind the scenes on a million days video shoot that's turning into a movie or other stuff they can be seen on working half a day tomorrow and have plans with the family friends for a night that's cool ruth and jay are both classic people thank you i try i know ruth tries to ruth will put more people in check uh so here's hoping a Justin Timberlake story is in there about putting someone, speaking of putting someone in check. So, so I just got a part-time contract job in time for no stimulus. Congrats, 
Terry. Santa Claus Coming Town is on an eight tonight. Uh, I won't be watching that. Howard loves PMP, like listening to him or he would not give him the CD. There you go. So, Ruth, you were around while I was married to Manuela, right? Again, Ruth, with these questions, you can choose to answer them or not. Um, America's Happy New Year, Doc. See you soon. Love and hugs. Much love, Veronica. Thank you for joining the show. Thank you for watching. I'll put this link up because then people are like, why don't you, you haven't put it up in an hour. Not making fun of you guys. I'm sorry. But this is why I do it. And Kathy says, only doing outdoor Christmas Eve service with my church in North Highway. That's all 25 people. Is Kirk, is that Kirk Cameron's church? I'm playing. So check Jay Timberly, please. She already did. If she wants to share that story, uh, she can. You know, but yeah. And then Ruth would have been inviting Cameron Diaz to every single Prince party from now on. So Ruth is queen of the clapbacks and Rhett's and effect checks. There you go. That's an old pic on my laptop, not on my phone. From what, Terry? Also, I don't know who X, Y, and Z is. I'm not surprised at folks stealing from him. I'm leaking stuff. And look, he even talked about on George Lopez where people were stealing equipment from him and other stuff. Yeah, the Houdini, one of the Houdini guys passed away today. One of the early sex symbols of early hip hop. The question is very open because no one can really say they're close to peeing. If they do, they're lying. He compromised people for sure to protect himself. I did yell at him two weeks into employment. See? That's what I'm saying is, you know, you say in interviews of people being his friend, but can't really feel that way. Um, at least myself and other people sometimes feel that they're playing stuff up. So there you go. He wants me to check to me out. Again, Ruth, if you want to answer these questions, you can. If not, it can just be like, so how about them Lakers? Tell about something else, or you know, how about matzo ball soup or something? Change this up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What were you guys thankful that came out in 2020 from the Prince estate? Curious. Just say the question because I can't find <laughs> my face with my questions to Ruth. I think you answered one of them, but someone, um, they want to know if you have a relationship with Kirk and how is he as a person? So. Let's talk about muscle I'm just saying, I don't put that. Um, and yes, Ruth was around during the Manuela years. So she answered that. <laughs> Ruth, I don't even think you've seen this movie, but someone wants to know if you, what did you think of Under the Cherry Moon as a film? So, 
And Ruth says when she, with Kirk, she met him a few times. He was nice when I did, but I'm further than that. Still amazed that Prince kept so much and had it in various formats, CDs, DATs, external hard drives, etc. Some of the notes that they did. Love soup, even chicken noodle. I'm a tomato soup fan. I ain't watching that trash. Would you watch it if it was in color? <laughs> so. Kidding. She has on my list to watch, but not ready, especially if it's bad. I just think people were expecting Purple Rain Part 2. And a black, it being black and white sure didn't help. And that MTV contest in Sheridan, Wyoming sure didn't help. But um, if you take it for what it is, probably would enjoy it a lot better. But if you're expecting Purple Rain Part 2, you're going to be let down. So Ruth is hilarious when it comes to Prince songs and movies, especially one she hasn't seen. I think, yeah, she probably knows, how do I put it? Over Alexia to Paris, I'd say that she's probably heard Work That Fat more this year, and that's because of Questlove. Never liked Under Train, but I love Purple Rain. It's funny, not bad at all. I love the clothing style. And imagine if it was in color, if, um, you know, just the outfits that he wore, but his decision to make it black and white, although it was filmed in color. Um, Aaron says, hey, Ruth, special times at the house was when it was just he and me in the house, and I hit it right with his meals. Hello, Aaron. So, Brian, Bad Prince movie is Madonna is the best one. Hmm. Looks like John Nelson was lit that night. All right. He's watching for that perfect curl in his hair. He's a picky eater. I don't know. Every time we go to the house parties, I just have the cookies and then just Fiji waters. But, you know, I'm sure that he was picky with stuff. We hear more about how he likes his tea more than his meals. But I'm sure it wasn't easy um, getting his food or making his food at all. The only times I like around him, I saw he ate salads and soup from Byerly's. So, Under the Cherry Moon is a favorite, shows his funny side. Graffiti Bridge, y'all. <laughs> so, and I'd like to see Graffiti Bridge before all those edits were done. You know, to where, you know, they did a review of it in Pasadena because that's where Proboring was first shown and got so many great reviews. And people liked the movie that saw it in Pasadena, the early screening. They were just confused by the plot. So Prince started snipping while being on the new tour. And edited out a lot. What's going on, Bob? Is that you honking outside? Anyway. Which question was that, Donovan? Um, and the chairman was a bit corny, but intentionally someone makes it a classic. I mean, I can never really get into Graffiti Bridge. Um, it's definitely a great, great Christmas gift tonight. Yep. Thank you, Ruth. Graffiti Bridge sucked. I walked out. When I went to the theater to see Graffiti Bridge, there was four of us in the theater at the beginning. 
there was two of us in the theater afterwards and it's because i paid for my friend's ticket and he just looked at me like why did you make me watch that ruth did you ever ride a bicycle with him and the train was fun to watch it wasn't all that deep intentionally i think like all the music in graffiti bridge the plot could have been better but not a horrible music movie excuse me trivia question which video can you see p eating you, I'll let them answer that. I already have the visual in my head. Let us see how it takes one of the train room. Oh, don't remember that one, Donovan. I'd have to go back and then I lose track of this stuff because it only has one, two, three, four, five constant time on there. Uh, oh, I see what you mean. It's on the screen still on that one. Here we go. So smallest story about his coffee he's in studio a and he wants me to get him coffee how do you like it black like me sweet like me don't you mean bittersweet oh, yeah. go into a little kitchen and make his coffee with honey muscato sugar engage by how much it's going to make my teeth fall out his response it's perfect how did you know i stuck my finger in the cup when i stirred <laughs> i'll keep that one for a bit this is how I rate Graffiti Bridge. Really have to be into Prince in order to like it. I love Prince. I like Graffiti Bridge, but it's not his best film. Strength. No, we didn't have bikes at the time. We were always in LA and Minnesota during the winter. And one of those houses was so far up on the cliff. Like, thank God you didn't have the bikes then. So. Are there outtakes graffiti bridge? I'm certain of it, you know, just like the whole from the new power generation video um, with the love me that was cut out where Ingrid draws it on him when he's sitting on his bike. But then during tick, tick, bang, when he takes off his shirt, it says beat me. And that's a response of her putting love me on there. So, yeah. We don't have to worry about comments being on there too long now. Yep, Party Man is the one where he eats. I'm the Party Man. Rock a party like no one can. <sighs> Although he had lollipops in his mouth in different videos, like 18 and over, and then Zana Lee. So he was on a moped in Morocco and he got into an accident. I yelled at him over the phone. And we see that moped, at least one of him on a moped with um, chance on it <laughs> and the look he gives. So Ginger wants to know, Ruth, did you ever see him eat meat non-vegetarian? So he eats in cream also, yeah, and sucks on fingers. So I love a remaster of Peter Bridge showing along with the music videos and outtakes. So that gets a little bit more complicated um, of all that stuff and if you're getting the music involved, but we'll see what happens in the future uh, with the people that are in the vault when it comes to Graffiti Bridge getting the super deluxe treatment. I think you guys will be really happy, plus you'll probably get um, a show from the new tour. And uh, the hair, the beard, the pants, need I say more? So. I'm a witness in case you all think I'm embellishing, which everybody should ask them to vet. There you go. He ate fish. So <clears throat> he was more of just a litter. He had some meat, but accidentally. So 
There's lead scenes for Fee Bridge and Under the Cherry Moon. Hopefully that's in the vault. So me product, I should say. So it's unlike me, what dinner last night was plant-based lasagna. So small and it's like five bucks per, I think. <laughs> maybe like five bites. Fish once a week and eggs. He was a pescatarian. See? There you go. Aaron dropping that. And Ruth dropping that. And where'd Lena Morgan run off to as well? So, been a while since I talked with her. I wonder if she's still in Woodland Hills or she moved back to Hawaii or moved back from Hawaii back to Woodland Hills. One of us retains the distribution rights to the film and soundtrack, right? Yes. Um, the expiration of Parade Under the Cherry Moon, Purple Rain, Graffiti Bridge. And when it comes to Batman, there's a different thing for that. But the rights for the ones I just mentioned expire um, a few more years down the road while some stuff is going under Sony. They have the rights to that for a longer time. So much love, Esther. So distribution rights to film and soundtrack, yes. Because that's the movie division of stuff when it comes to film. With soundtrack, no, it's going to be different. It'd be nice one day to have an actual soundtrack where you have the Time song on it, Apollonia 6's song on it. I don't know if you're going to ever get modern air on it, but we'll see. So it's everything in the vault getting digitized, even stuff that wasn't the physical vault. That'd be more of a question for Michael Howe to be able to answer. I don't want to make assumptions when it comes to stuff like that. Um, I hope one day that Michael Howe will do a Q&A, maybe not something live like this, that where it can be more controlled and that, that would be one question that could be answered more fully by him. That would be in the know. But by the New Year's being too lean to being a vegan though. Cool. Live in Toronto, did Prince ever mention how much he enjoyed living part-time in Toronto? Brad's asking that question. All right, Ken, you're making jokes now. No black and white cut of Graffiti Bridge. So I understand you like to have barbecue occasionally. Maybe that was back in the day. So, um, but when Ruth and Aaron were around, uh, that wasn't the case. So, and Aaron, you're saying yes to what? Are you saying yes to the barbecue or is that something else? So, was Prince a cool boss and did anyone observe him if anyone wanted to be a boss and have employees underneath? Yeah. And no barbecue 2003 through 2010 is what when she's saying was around. But again, was Prince a cool boss and did anyone observe him if anyone wanted to be a boss and have employees underneath? <clears throat> Ruth, when you wanted a day off, is it true that when you had that day off, he'd be calling you to see why, what you were up to, that you needed a day off? I heard a story about that. Not sure how true that is. And if it's going to be in the book, just say, get the book. Heard Michael Howe state that they're still digitizing and it's going to take a while, like years to get all done. They're going through stuff. They're doing it. So yes to that question over and over again when she would actually want a day off. Heaven forbid Ruth would ask for a day off. You know? uh, yeah, so there you go. I mean, 
there's a lot of stuff and there's so many different remixes and different versions of songs that are there. So it takes time. Um, but let's see as much as I hate record store day and releases being on that because you're having to compete with people that are flipping it. I like to see some stuff, um, be released exclusively on record store day when it comes to different versions. So he liked Tor Toronto because of, the diversity, but he wasn't connected to it. There you go. He almost eats in somebody, somebody video in the back of the limo. Wasn't that um, uh, tofu that was like cooked in a pan, it looked like? So love to hear audiobooks from Ruth. Ruth, there you go. If you want to like do a voice book, you have at least one person who wants to buy it. I'm sure you'll have even more. So here's the theory on why Side of Time Sold wasn't including a remastered Super Deluxe box set. Aside from multiple distribution rights, I wonder if his usage are Charlie Parker's now is the time. It's something to do with the complicated distribution. It had more to do with what you're saying as well, the distribution rights and it being different parts of the of the world having the rights to it and they can have it under it. Hopefully one day there'll be one company that has it. Ruth, did you ever have an embarrassing moment with Prince? Ooh, one. Latest call I got was after midnight as they were coming back from Coachella. That should have been fun. What 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 was what were they wanting, Aaron? Not fish, right? Was he wanting pancakes or other stuff? An omelet? Anyway, you buy Ruth's book. I think everyone in this room would do it several. It'll be in the book, at least some of them, hopefully. So Whoops. Sorry, guys. Okay. I'm going to embarrass daily, so I ended up laughing usually by myself. There you go. One of the reasons I mentioned that was because on the theatrical and home video releases of Beverly Hills Cop, Nasty Girls played during the strip club scene, <clears throat> put on television, another song was used in that scene instead. Just because it could have been different, they didn't have the rights for the TV broadcast. Just like with Last Boy Scout, they use Get Off in there, but you did have something. Just like when um, when Jay and Silent Bob, the movie, they were using a scene where you see Shannon Elizabeth for the first time that most people around the world is playing. And he was using that before he asked Prince for permission for it. And Prince told him no, but you can use the Times songs. That's when they took it out and added the Times music to the film. So. Okay, I'm not like the other associates. I ain't falling for it. Don't know what was said. But yes, we want to wrap that up, Ruth. We're gonna do it. So, um, Ruth had seen funny thing. I never made pancakes. Think that was his thing. But yes, omelets. There you go. 
So he was giving people, or Aaron was giving people high cholesterol, basically. Ruth, it seems he burns out a lot of people with the 24-hour schedule. Did that happen to you? Yes. Definitely buy the book. Ruth, when you were his assistant, how many other assistants did he have at the same time? Or was it just you and some PAs to help you? Often, but he was imp to me and I focused on important matters. So just me and the runner. And again, I think Aaron, you already said this, but they're asking, did you ever make a meat dish for him? I was manager, just me and a runner. So, so. I don't understand why people are asking for other people's hashtags in the room or cash tags is to say not hashtags. One of the top greatest, funkiest moments of all time is hearing Prince improvise the baseline to 777-9311. So let me see something here to protect people. Ruth, we're just going to start saying it's in the book. Aaron or Ruth would pee raw fish. Aaron, you want to handle that one? Um, okay, let me get that person off. That's all I was asking if he knew you guys or whatnot. So just blocked. So. How do you get involved with Prince? In my humble opinion, you're the first online person to gain legitimate access inside Prince's world, even for the man himself. You talking to me, Condre? Um, what's the strange request Prince ever made? Aaron, you wanna answer that? Give Ruth a break? Um, when you would fight with him, did you and he swear? So did you pay the swear jar? Nope. Um, no, never. So there you go. He did not like sushi. I'm allergic to fish and it sucks as, as a diabetic. That's one of the things that's really great for you. Um, and I used to love it as a kid. And then eventually my taste buds changed. I used to love having like um, a chicken Caesar salad, but then if there would just be too much of an anchovy in the dressing, I would have like a weird reaction to it. So I don't even have that. How did I get involved? Let me go back to your question. Andre, how did I get involved with Prince? Um, you're the first online person. Well, I finally got a computer, a used one in 1998. And um, I couldn't wait to like meet other fans because at the time I was the only person that I knew liked him. And then I went there on a Saturday and there were just all these people talking crap about him. I'm like, is this what online is? like? 
that you devote this much time to hating on someone when I was trying to find other people that were like-minded. Um, and then he just sued a bunch of websites. So I decided to, um, you know, do like a news outlet thing. You know, well, he didn't say anything about email. So I started an email list called the 777 update. And that got his attention pretty quick within a month or two. And then he was doing this question of the week um, thing on loveforanother.com. And most of his answers would be one word replies. Like, what's your favorite food, Maite? Or, you know, you're gonna release a gospel album. I did, it's called Love Sexy. And then, you know, his Jehovah beliefs kind of bothered me a little bit. And he kept talking about the truth. So my question to him was, if your truth is different than someone else's truth, does it make their truth any less truthful? And he wrote back a paragraph and a half. And it was the longest thing he did on Love for Another. Then in 1999, um, you know, I hear that he was liking some of the positive stuff I was saying. And then there was a track given to me, not directly by him, called Living to Die, The Days of Our Lives, which was on Real Player. And it didn't end up on the Rave Project, but he was trying to test if people could grab it from the Real Player. And people couldn't, and then they were asking me for a link for it because they only had the real player. And then, interesting enough, about four or five months later, he dropped the video for Hot With You, the Nasty Girl remix is a real player stuff. But there was communication going on then through mpgonlineltd.com. Uh, the piece at mpgonlineltd.com address, he was emailing me for it from, and I found out a few years before. Then with the music club and other stuff through Sam Jennings, and um, through conversations in the Paisley Park chat room. And then in 2006, um, Deborah Montgomery um, introduced me to Ruth. And then Ruth was giving me a plethora of information to get out through the fans. And then in 2008, um, that's where the Dr. Funkenberry personnel was created because um, Ruth was still giving me information, but she wanted to be more of not on a fan level that it had to be bigger. So without realizing it, it was just supposed to be a post, an informational post. And then from that, Funkenberry was created. And then through Ruth, through Kathy Adams, through Karen Sharma, through Live Nation, through other people, Julia Ramadan, through Trevor Gry, um, Andy Allo, Shelby Johnson, all the other things were contacting me until, um, you know, Prince decided we should meet one-on-one, -on -one, which was never, I was completely cool with not doing that stuff. But it all started in 1998 with doing the 777 update and then um, getting his attention through that question and other stuff. So what was the strangest request Prince ever made? Going through these, so some of you guys may have already answered this when it comes to Aaron and Ruth. Ruth, when you would fight with him, did you and he swear? So pay the sword jar, blah, blah, blah. We already did that. Um, see, now it just flipped. We'd have creative ways to say stuff. It's in the book, that's weather. Yeah, okay. Um, I never swore, he never swore in front of me, but he caught me once when I butt dialed him. Whoops. So Ruth, when you worked for him when he was in Minnesota, would he sleep at Paisley Park? Did he have a house in Chanhouse? And then was the Galpin house demolished by then? 
If you don't want to answer these questions, you don't have to. Lisa Chavez just talked about when he did it during Steve Slave Era and performance Days of Wild. I have to go back and look at that. He arranged all the time songs he was improvising. You know, the chef Margaret made some BS story online. He couldn't stand her food. Didn't hear about that. One of those websites, MPG Music Club, was the best, in my own opinion. And yeah, through 777 Update, created like a local fan group is as well. And that got attention, especially when um, I was breaking news on that, but then was posting more on the org and housequake and the MPG music club to get the news out and just keeping LA stuff um, for LA. But I put in a lot of, a lot of work um, at those things earlier on, but again, um, very grateful to Deb and Ruth because don't know, how things would have played out without their involvement. If you take little things out, it changes your story. So things that happen in your life, whether they're amazingly great or sometimes bad, you have to take everything. You can't take take certain things out. So had to drive them up a red velvet cake one night. Oh man, it's been years since I had red velvet. Gotta stay away from that. Give me info because I didn't know what the hell songs he was playing. Were you talking about um, with Saturday Night Live where people thought he was going to do Black Sweat and you're telling me it's songs called Beautiful, Love, and Blessed, and Fury? And then the org like took down the post until the show happened and then they were like, whoops, we made a mistake. So yeah. God's the truth, no one's faith, they should bother anyone. To me, this is that person's craft that's where you drew from. Fair enough. I was just trying to understand it. What's up, Coda? Thank you, Merry Christmas. Um, talk about you, man. It's a lot of people out here that love you. Love you back. I appreciate it. Yeah. Would love to cover songs by Muse. Didn't Muse do some Prince covers? Very nice. You got the gig because the fans were bitching online that I was talking about who was there and not the music. And of course, I didn't know. So there was a need for a discreet fan. And I sent you reviews um, under the name you were using, but it, you didn't use it. And I was trying to put it from a woman's point of view. And maybe that was the problem. But yeah, but we still got stuff out. And I'm just very appreciative that I was able to go to the house parties and see the stuff that I saw. And I was trying to keep my eyes everywhere. Uh, when Tamar would be performing to Chris Rock playing pool against Wendy, you know, just all this stuff. So yeah. Ruth, do you know why I demolished the Goblin House? When at Paisley Park, he would go home until the house is demolished and I redecorate all of Paisley Park and most of all the installations decor have stayed, I'm told. He had several bedrooms there, including the apartment with the Sasquatch bed. You know what? Spike Lee would be a great to hire to direct a Prince Questlove in the Violet Reality, provide extra inside commentary. See, Ruth, are you allowed in Paisley Park now? Was I banned and not told? No, Ruth's, Ruth's been there. Ruth will be there again in the future when, we're, when it's all safe. So yeah. What's the Sasquatch bed? Oh no, I haven't gone because it's too much for me uh, right now. Get along with you say, yeah, when you want to go back, you'll be back. So she wasn't banned. She was joking. She wasn't banned. She was all saying like, she's asking like, she was joking with the person. She wasn't banned. So, yeah. 
I think Ruth is like signal, signaling me telepathically to wrap it up or she's gonna like leave the room, <laughs> which I can understand, so. Hmm. All right. I'll put this up again, just cause it's been a while. Just for people watching not live. Any other questions that you guys have? But yeah, like I said, was doing stuff from having contact since 1998 and still through 2016. So people that are trying to replace me when I'm still here, it's kind of messed up. So they know what time it is, but they won't mention me because it doesn't serve their purpose. So three more hours, please. Uh, it's in the book, exactly. Uh, Ruth Vile, I'm sure you know, or have, you, have your own personal list of people that have been banned. We don't need to get into that. We can, Ruth, if you have some tea in front of you, I'm just going to sip the tea here about people that were banned at house parties or other stuff. You know, that's your right now place. Oh, you're talking about Paisley Park, but talking about when she was doing stuff. So, you know, I don't know. I've been to the Beverly Hills Hotel, but I've never been to the Beverly Hilton or the one in Paris. Really will have to join someone who's been too lazy to set up any accounts with yourself. It's always appreciated. Tracy Morgan, what? It's in the book. I banned an A-lister for talking sh about P&E. didn't know who I was. And always one of my moments, I'll just remember, and it wasn't when Ruth was around when this happened, but I'm sure there's other stories of him being such a big fan. I remember when, no, Ruth was around. What am I talking about? When um, Prince was at the Golden Globes and talked about Jamie Foxx's appearance in Ray and how Jamie looked Prince up and down like he was like his favorite dish. That was funny. What are my thoughts on the Sign of the Times Super Deluxe box set? I think it's the best of the reissues at this point. However, I do wish that the Vault Tracks would have been categorized as Dream Factory, Christopher Hall, Camille. I think it was great, but you have to understand there's some stuff like with Crystal Ball, like the original version being on the Crystal Ball set. Then you have Good Love, which was on the Crystal Ball set. So that would fall under Sony. Um, just like when it came to Dream Factory being on that as well. So you can have all these things. I think the box set is great. I think the hardcore is getting taken care of. The main thing is we need to get more casual fans or have Prince exposed to a new audience. And those are the things that are not happening, but sometimes you need something viral to happen, just like that TikTok video when it came to the Fleetwood Mac song. We need something like that to happen because right now, uh, the money is not in the music. So the stuff that you guys are asking for and really want, it's not going to be as super profitable, super profitable as it should be in a few years. Um, the rare X of the personnel list question. No, I've heard stories. And remember, I was running an entertainment website back then. But when it came to stuff that was happening at the Prince parties, I wasn't going to be putting anything on there that I knew that he wouldn't want or Ruth wouldn't want. 
you know? So Ruth never had to, as far as I'm aware, tell me to take something down that happened at a party that I shouldn't have posted about or some celebrity. There would never be anything salacious when it came to that stuff. So Corey says, I was backstage after Prince played in Chicago with Josh and Cora Dunham, the twins backing him up and Tommy Lee was back there. He acted a damn fool and made a fool himself swearing drinking. I seen Tommy at events before when Tommy sees Prince, you know, uh, he's a fan. And this was after the My Tears and what you're describing as well was after the My Tears. So do I have the official Undertaker CD? I do not. And I did see it sell for a reasonable price recently, but I don't have it. There's a lot of stuff I don't have. Someone sent me as a Christmas gift um, the Carmen Electra tour book. And I am just on cloud nine. It like made my week so much better having that stuff. So yes, Ruth, we love you. Thank you for stopping by. We need more new and casual fans. Always listen. We need new fans. Yeah. I was wearing that big Prince chain before, like I told you guys, and then saw a girl in Nordstrom Rack and she was wearing a purple ranger. I went, nice shirt. And she just looked at me like, thanks. And I think she was trying to figure out what the symbol was, but that's how it is all the time. Ruth, did P ever prank you? I think you did already answer that. He he didn't like any X's, X's in the house. X's, X's, there you go. So remember Demi and Ashton were turned away from one of the house parties. What? Wow. Love to hear that privately or whatnot, but that's interesting. I mean, Demi was a Prince fan. I remember her on the One Night Alone tour in Vegas. Uh, you had Anthony Anderson there. You had Mike Tyson there. And Demi got as close as she could after the MPG Music Club section. And she was there by herself. So it's just interesting that we know the striptease movie um, that she did to I Was Your Girlfriend. But apparently she was a totally hardcore fan like Sandra Bullock was. Um <clears throat> And as for those YouTube stuff, I hope that they don't block the music because how that happened with In the Air Tonight with Phil Collins earlier this year and how that went viral, those are the things that you need to do. You can't block everything. You just got to make sure that they're not making a profit off of the music. A lot, I got pranked a lot. He made me cry once. Uh-oh, we don't want that. So Ruth crying? Uh, I don't believe it. She's a tough cookie, you know. Maybe it was raining that day and you thought it was tears, just like how it was raining at that Tower Records um, performance that night when the 3121 released. Ruth makes people cry. I don't think that she cries. I think that's a lie. Anyway, not sure what party this is, but we didn't turn them away. We turned away a lot of people. Sometimes he would just shut the list. There you go. But yeah, I can't imagine Demi and Ashton acting fools. So crying from being mad. Oh, shoot. Do you take off the chocolates? Throw them? Like, do you know he made you cry a lot? <sighs> the YouTubers actually stopped the music here. I can order for their reaction. It's not get blocked. All right, that's cool. Worked on Street Tees behind the scenes, though. Demi was all about any Lance's music for most of her dance scenes. That's cool. But, um, yeah, I know that Sandra Bullock was a huge 
Prince fan. And then her first time seeing him out of all shows was the 777 show at Target where her husband at the time uh, took her. I don't know if it was her husband yet. Um, yeah, he took her. That was her first show. And then Jay asked him if if um, she went to Prince's house parties and she said she was so afraid of meeting him. So she didn't want to meet him. And Jay, I think, talked about like how he would be dressed up in his blue outfit and Prince would be wearing two or three different outfits dressed to the nines. <clears throat> Facebook has to get a place where people are sharing for the love of the music and not to make money off of it. Makes it hard. Facebook is not what it used to be at all. Um, you know, sometimes it's like you're not trying to do it to the nines, tears. All right. I'm going to be helping Ruth out in other things, but in, in 15, 16 minutes, we're calling it a show. We're going to hit it to the two-hour mark. Um, so you can ask me questions, ask Ruth's questions, ask Aaron questions, but if they want to say it's in the book, let them say it's in the book. So I think they've been polite. So yeah, it was a full house. Those parties would just be absolutely ridiculous. And Ruth would be putting that together with, with uh, the guest list tour. You'd see Jessica Alba in there, Jude Law, Sharon Stone, um, you know, so many, so many people. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Just craziness, ludicrous, all these people. So we're using it because this is the way to get to you guys. And unfortunately, the other format that I used to use, Screecast was ahead of their time and went out of business. So this is the only things you have where I'm using StreamYard, but it's through the fan page and through YouTube. And Instagram, you only have hour videos and it can't be on the different formats. And we would have already had to start the show a second time. So... COVID destroyed everything, you know? It's gonna be like the anniversary of uh, Diamonds and Pearls and Rainbow Children next year, right? Even though you just had the Rainbow Children release earlier this year. So, Merry Christmas, Christy. Kevin Owl, everybody catches the worm. Who is Prince's guest to have over, hands down? At different times, I'm sure, Ruth, that changed a lot, you know? Um, and I don't want to give away anything, but I have a feeling I know one of her people will be a group, a small group of people. But if Ruth wants to answer that, or if she wants to say in the book, or say in the book. So Merry Christmas, Kara. Uh, so Twitch is cool. I need to do some stuff on there music-wise to build up my audience and then give you guys a few treats. So thank you, Jay Ruth. You're wonderful for sharing. Happy holidays to you. And see, Ruth was just coming in here to, you know, promote a thing that, you know, she was helping out for charity and it turned into much more. And I don't think Ruth thought she was going to be in here this long. So, you know, after COVID is over, you guys see Ruth someplace, you guys owe her some coffee or a meal. This, yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays, Hanukkah's over, but the others, yeah. I always think it's cool when Hanukkah runs through Christmas, so we celebrate at the same time. You know, 
the sentiment is always a good thing of happy holidays. But took my nine-year-old son to LA in spring 2006 on the way to Westwood from the airport. I heard that Prince was having a party that night. The only thing I could do was play 3121 the entire trip. My son knows every track. Could you hear these stories? 3121 was an amazing album. I actually remember Prince's and Pale's tribute breakdown band. Cool. You guys are Ruth. What's Ruth, if you're still here, what type of work were you doing before you met Prince? She kind of answered that a little bit before. If she wants to be more in depth, she can or just repeat the same thing or say it's in the book. I want to know who Ruth would have be writing the foreword for her book. You know, Questlove's done so many, but I wonder who Ruth would have. So there you go, Michelle. Yes, Universal. I think Ruth may have left or she had to take a bathroom break. Sorry, guys. Trying to take care of stuff. And they're saying you should have Lenny or Will Smith do the forward of your book. I was thinking of someone else. But yeah. Sinbad would be good. I hope he's doing okay after a stroke. Me too. But um, man. Like. Surprised you guys aren't thinking of like the name that I'm thinking of. But no, I should not write the foreword. Ruth doesn't need any of that. She needs people to buy her book. <laughs> if I'm writing the foreword, I mean, I did it for the Sign of the Times special set overseas, which I'm very grateful and thankful for. But for Ruth's book, um, yeah. I mean, how do I put it? You know, Tom Cruise was a pretty big Prince fan. I'm not sure it was at any of the parties, um, but a name that I'm thinking of that I think would be awesome. Ruth can have more than one person do a forward or do like an intro, but uh, especially at that time that Ruth was around in 3121 and that he wrote a song about her daughter. No one's thinking of Salma Hayek, just saying. You know, so, yeah, I remember like a Salma Hayek and a Jack Nicholson um, thing at the Roosevelt that I saw. That was a cool intro to it. And Jack Nicholson was a huge uh, Prince fan too. But yeah, Salma Hayek. 
I mean, you know, Salma has Prince stories for days too, I'm sure. Speaking of Tom Cruise, kudos to him for saying what many of us want to say and how we want to say it. And he got flack over it, right? Yep. Directed Tiamo Corazon and apparently made him jump into that cold water. So, but I saw Tom a few times and Prince would always play DMSR when Tom was around. You know, that movie was featured in Risky Business and Tom would be rocking out. If you can imagine Tom Cruise rocking out, he would be rocking out to DMSR each time he played it. So Tom would be having a good time at those House of Blues shows. So you got eight minutes. I think Ruth has bounced on you guys. Um, but if there's any questions that you guys have for me that I can answer, it's fine. I think Aaron bounced too. Yeah, I thought that's very cool that they both um, jumped in here. That wasn't planned at all. So, yeah. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Sorry, guys. Nicholson's idea to get Prince involved with Batman. Yes, and approaching Elfman on it. Who's Aaron the Prince? She worked um, cooking him food, we'll just say that. Chef and many other things. You gotta wear a bunch of hats when you do stuff for Prince. So just like, you know, I'd be doing the website and doing PR stuff and, hey, Prince uh, needs to find a nightclub to perform at. <laughs> you have any leads for us? So yeah. Curly-haired actress Ruth once dropped a story about. I don't remember that. You'd have to point it back out to me. But yeah. So. But Salma Hayek, my God. Like, what an absolute beautiful woman. And, uh, you know, she couldn't stick around for the show because people were actually smoking at the Roosevelt show. So. I haven't seen Sheila's shows yet, but that's cool that she's doing Sheila TV on YouTube and her channel. I hope she continues to keep that up. So there you go. Got Apollonia back. Whoops. All right. Just had a little glitch again, but I didn't leave the room this time. So I think that's it's saying that definitely at the two hour mark, I'd cut it off. No after show, no nothing. I was expecting a one hour show tonight and then maybe an after show, but with Ruth being here, um, we did the things. Okay, let's continue doing that. I'll put this stuff up. Um,
you guys are in the holiday mood or whatnot. But I appreciate you guys and keeping you guys company tonight and keeping me company tonight as well. Uh, so I mean, having links set up would be so much easier, but they don't have it for this program yet. So, H app when it's supposed to be Cash App, you guys get it. Since pictures of the fact that Ice Cube director Love Sign, yep, and uh, Love Sign is a cool, cool song and cool video. And I love his little with Prince reading Hits magazine with Ice Cube on the cover was cool. <laughs> Last few minutes, you guys, before you have your little Christmas break. And I don't know about a show next week. We'll see. No guarantees. So we'll see. Thank you, Kadra. Thank you, Sylvia. Um, that car lecture program and other things made it uh, worth the while. Some other stuff I don't want to share. Um, poster from Steve Park that was ordered as a gift. A few other things. Um, some stuff I got from Susie, which I appreciate. Need a road trip to blast music really loud. So I don't know why, Susie, a bunch of your comments tonight is just showing like a blank thing. So I know that you're commenting, but I'm not seeing it. Is Dr. Funk Mary, do you want kids? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Who wants to know? Who wants to know? Anyway. Yeah. Those are the things that go on through our minds. Two minutes, guys. Appreciate you guys. Just try to stay healthy. Um, I don't see a ring. I see a bunch of rings on my fingers, but not a wedding ring. And I hear cars honking, not kids honking. So we'll see about a show next week. Sometimes I need to need to be able to upload all those shows to audio that we've done for months that aren't up there. Um, and yeah, I'll write the intro. She's around after Ruth, I think. It's possible, but you know, probably someone that was done on it. So just curious. Who? So thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Ice Cube's going to have a lot to answer for for a while about that, it seems. Thank you again, Kimberly. Um, and thank you, Susie. Um, thank you, Juanita. Thank you, Ginger, Sandra, Joy. How many times have I met Prince? I'm late to the party. It's countless times. Uh, countless times. I have to like write down just like how I wrote down all my shows. And then in 2006, I was already at the 100 mark. <laughs> so I had 10 more years of shows to that. So. 
Borderline and Chris's fingers, come on, we'll stay with you. Your shows are always amazing. Enter my private account, who knows? Um, don't drink too many banana daiquiris. Uh, I don't drink that. Um, I wanted to say something, but I'm not going to go there. But yeah. Thank you, Arlene. <laughs> it's a tenderoni. Or a couple. A couple of tenderoni elves for Christmas. We'll see. You know, happy holidays, everyone. Not the best 2020, but we have it and we hit the two hour mark. And I appreciate you guys. I appreciate Ruth stopping by and Aaron stopping by. And um, yeah. Much love to you guys. So I appreciate you. We'll see if there's a show next week. No guarantees, just because sometimes Jane needs to get things done. And it's just Dodgers appointments tomorrow um, for stuff. So at least and people on Christmas Eve, and I'm like, what else am I going to do? So multiple appointments tomorrow because we're trying to get stuff done. So that's how I'm spending my Christmas Eve. Doctor's appointments starting in the morning time. So 2021 and uh, we'll see Susie, She's begging you guys. Much love to you guys, appreciate it. And um, thank you Ken, see you soon. And uh, there's a link one last time to sign off for people watching the end of the show. Much love to you guys. Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate, um, hope you guys take care of yourself regardless. Um, Happy New Year if I don't see you. And um, till next time, practice to true love for another and um, keep it funky. Thank you guys. Much love. <laughs>